God has given you a gift mm. and whatever that gift is, just believe in yourself and follow that small voice inside to tell you the direction to go in. Welcome to the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. Hi, I'm RV Robinson. I'm the master speaker trainer, international speaker, and author of Speak Up, Get Clients, and also the author of what, The Impact of One Voice, collaboration with many different authors. And I have one of our very special authors with me today. Let me introduce my dear friend and client, Ardina Brooks. Ardina Brooks, who is who for over 17 years is the CEO and founder of Designs by Ardina, a photographic art, graphic art, and print service located in Inglewood, California. She brings to life your special memories from special photos so you can continue telling your stories and pass them on to generations to come. Ardina is originally from Washington, D.C., but has lived in Los Angeles County for over 40 years. She remembers being mentored in art by her aunt at a young age and painting her first mural in front of the White House at Lafayette Park during her high school years, where all of her passion in art began. After being laid off from a junior accountant job, she enrolled in the Art Institute of Los Angeles, which changed the course of her life. Ardina's design service, especially in the photographic arena, has accompanied clients across the United States, and she aspires to go global. And she's going to talk about her chapter today, which is called Hidden treasures. So let me welcome Ardina Brooks. Ardina, good to see you today. Thank you, Arby. Thank you so much for having me today. So excited to have you. You've been a long-term client, long-term friend, and I just am so excited that you are part of this book because this is legendary what we're doing here. This is legendary, this book, The Impact of One Voice. So let's talk about your chapter. Let's jump Jump in and talk about your chapter. So first, tell everybody a little bit about who you are, and then tell us a little bit about your journey. Okay, absolutely. Thank you so much again. As you have mentioned, I'm Ardina Brooks. I am the founder of Designs by Ardina, and I have uh, three beautiful adult children. Ooh. I have two um, daughter-in-laws, and then I have seven grandchildren. Wow. And you so, have a beautiful mom who is and a still beautiful mom, my, my biggest, biggest supporter, biggest fan. I love your mom. <laughs> I've adopted her as my own. Yeah. And if you're watching this on YouTube or on Facebook Live, her mom is picture that's right to her stage left over there. So just beautiful. So again, how did you get it into this, uh, you know, photographic art? So tell us a little bit about your journey. 
Yes, actually, I am a traditional artist from a little girl. Starting, I'm thinking at the age of six, drawing. I love to color, my coloring book. And just from um, learning from my aunt. Now, my aunt was a professional artist, mm. traditional artist, okay? Okay. And she took me up under her wing and just began teaching me the basics of art. And I used to just love being down in the basement with her, just watching her paint. She would have her students come in. And at one time I was her student as well. But um, that's really how I got started. And like you mentioned, uh, my first kind of like debut, I guess you would say, was when I did paint the mural in front of the White House. And at that time, it wasn't a big deal to me. I was just glad to get out of class. But as I look back, which is a part of my, of my chapter. Right. Uh, so let's talk about the mural for a minute, because you always talk about that, you know, like, oh, yeah, you know, I did a mural from the White House. And I'm like, are you kidding me? You know, so tell us a little bit about how that happened. And what was the mural about? What was it? What did it look like? Right. Well, I was selected. I was um, taking art. This was in the 11th grade in high school. So I was selected to represent my school, which is Baloo High School in Washington, D.C. That's huge. And they selected artists all over the metropolitan area, which is Maryland and Virginia and Washington, D.C. So that was really a huge, huge thing. But um, the actual mural, we all had our own space. So the Lafayette Park, which is square, there was a big uh, fence all the way around. And we had a section so that we could paint our historical um, painting. And it had to do something about the history of Washington, D.C. So, okay. my and painting, you, go ahead. <laughs> oh, and you I painted, I mean, more, drum roll, please. <laughs> so actually mine was um, a guy um, uh, driving a stagecoach, you know, with the horse and buggy type thing. Uh-huh. And there was a pig coming across the street trying to get out of the way of being hit by the stagecoach. Uh, but I knew that D.C., uh, of course, we didn't have the, the streets back in the 1800s. So I had the cobblestone streets, a little bit of scenery in the background. And the next day, someone told me, your art was in the newspaper. And I was like, are uh, you serious? And even then, I'm, I'm like, I look back now going, exactly. why didn't you get a copy of that newspaper, you know? Right. But, that's that's basically all I remember about it. Um, like I said back then, it wasn't a big deal to me, but now I look back, it's like wow. <laughs> that's a big deal. So, do you happen to have a copy of that newspaper at all? I do not. Oh, you know I what? I wonder not. if you could go back to some archives and get that. That would be. You know, I, I'm I'm going to try. I, and I did make an attempt, but I when I talked to my brother, he told me that it may have been in another paper. I have no, I, all this time, I thought it was in the Washington Post. Got but, it. But it might have uh, been somewhere different. Right, exactly. Um, you'll have that memory. I have the memory. Right. So tell us, I mean, because you have a very interesting story about how, and this happens to a lot of people and a lot of us, especially in our generation, that you grew up wanting to do this art. I mean, you're painting a mural in front of the White House, yet at the same time, you didn't go into art. You didn't pursue it. Tell us what happened. Absolutely. I think during, and again, this was like in the 60s, um, the late 60s now, because I'm getting ready to graduate. 
Um, art at that time, this wasn't um, a popular career to go into. <laughs> and even my aunt, I mean, she was a great artist, um, but I knew that she was kind of struggling with it, you know. Um, but my most of my family, and we're from Washington, D.C., so most of my family worked in the government. And they actually paved the way in their career. They were the first this or the first that. And I remember my grandfather telling me to go into civil service. Well, I worked, now I'm deviating a little bit. I worked for the Treasury Department and I hated it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. I already knew that this desk paperwork stuff was not for me. Not for you. <laughs> it was not artistic. Exactly. And what happened? But anyway, I, you know, I would still, because it was such a love and it was more like a hobby, it was just my kind of like my private go to outlet. Your yeah, outlet. outlet. Exactly. So then what happened? But you went to school to what? You to be an accountant? I, or I did. I did. I first went to school for computers. Okay. Um, then a few later, I um, late, later, years later, I went back to school for accounting. So I'm getting my degrees in that, which carried me to years down the road going to the Art Institute. So one of the things about writing um, my chapter, Hidden Treasures, is recognizing the dots, how they connected. So I'm a digital artist that's on a computer, so I took computer science, accounting, I mean, in business. You, you have, have to know, know the numbers. numbers. Exactly. And then the art. So I'm like, one time, and, and I really believe I began connecting the dots, Arby, when I started taking your speaking um, classes, sessions, because you just uh, um, inspired me to go into my life. Just the yeah. idea that I have a voice. I mean, my, my, even my life has changed so much, even with that, I have a voice, I can speak. And I speak through my art, but now I'm speaking from my mouth. Yes. And I am such a behind-the-scenes person. I'm quiet. A lot of artists are like that because they're in their own world, um, and they express themselves through their art. But taking your speaking classes and master classes, and it's allowed me to be able to speak my art as well as paint my art. Beautiful. That's fabulous. I mean, we could end right there. That's <laughs> fabulous. No, but you know, also, here's the thing. You have rose to the occasion. It's not, you know, not everybody can. Would you call yourself an introvert a little bit? You know, interesting. I don't I, want to label you. I, that's bad. I don't mean right, maybe right. But, but our artists typically, let me put it that way. Let me rephrase it. Our artists typically introverts. I think so. I, I think, think so. so too. I never heard that word until 2018. Interesting. I went to a seminar about introverts. And I'm like, I didn't like the way it sounds, first of all. Yeah. But I, I am, yes. You, you <laughs> maybe have some of the, the so, but, but you're not anymore because you have totally come out of that with speaking, with writing. And now in October, you're going to be on a huge stage with me. Yes. Right? You've been on radio shows. You've been on podcasts. Look at where you've come. <laughs> I know. I know. know? It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. I'm, I, this 
this journey that I'm on right now is bigger. It's I think it's bigger than me. Yeah. Because as I look down the road, it's like you can't see it. But right. as you're going through it, it's like, wow, you know, and oh, I'm getting chills. <laughs> yeah, me too, me too. I got chills on the top of my head. It's yeah. Like, wow. And I, mean, I thank God too. I, I mean, it's it's all him. And I'm just thank him for the journey that he has provided for me. Absolutely. If he showed you what's in store for you. You would, you, somebody's calling me. If he, if he showed you what was in store for you, that vision that he had, you would be, you'd not just you, but we'd all be scared, right? right. We, couldn't, we couldn't move. We'd go, exactly. no, I could never <laughs> do that. You know, exactly. if he showed you, you're, you know, like two or three years ago, you're going to speak on a big stage. You just, no, <laughs> that's right. not do anything. That's right. <laughs> it just shows us a little bit at a time, like a piece of string, you know, just, letting it out as we can handle it. So let's talk about those beautiful art pieces that are behind you. I really want everyone to know because you are a one of a kind artist. I mean it, one of a kind. Not everybody does this kind of work. Tell us how it started. I love your story about when you are out playing, right? Yes, there's yes. so much more to you than people even know. So tell us a little bit about how that got started and a little bit about what's behind you on the wall. Sure. So, yes, um, six years old. I remember being outside playing and my parents called me and my brother in just to take a family photograph, which was kind of foreign to me because we had never taken a, um, a full family photo profession. Right. And you said your grandmother was there and right. everybody was there. You had a lot of right. people there. From my great-grandmother to my grandparents, my parents, my brother and I. So it was four generations. Woo! Four generations. And that's, if I can move over, it's like right oh, there. <laughs> there. Yes. And um, I mean, of course, at that time, I'm thinking, I just want to go back outside and play. You know, let's get this over with, you know. Um, but that picture, it wasn't something that I saw all through my life. When I was younger, my grandmother had it, you know, on, on, on the bookshelf. But for I think after, I don't know where she put it. Let me just say it like that. We found that photo right after she passed about, it's only been about four years ago, four or five years ago. And me and my brother, we were just so just, oh my gosh, we were laughing and the memories. And we learned so much about our own family after that photo. So I actually, you know, I was doing uh, digital photographing and art before that. Mm -hmm. But when I had my own, it just made such a huge difference because there was so much history, so much love, so many mem memories um, that was in that photo. So I really began to see a, a shift in my business as far as doing um, photographic art, photo restoration for others, because it just kind of gave me the experience to know that there are stories in your photos. Well, and you said not the, the memories. I mean, if you, there were so many memories in that photo that you did for yourself that that just kind of ignited right. you thinking of that for other people, how important one photo can be. And so tell us a little bit about, because this is not just a photo, 
you know, this is a, or not just a, even a restoration photo. So first you restored it because right. I asked you, the, how did you know what colors you were result, <laughs> right? I love it. Right? So yes. that takes yes. art. So yes. tell us a little bit about how you remember the colors, but then you, your artistic ability kicked in, your, your, your schooling, your education, <laughs> right? And you know, that is the number one question I get all the time at exhibits. Like, how did you know what color to choose? Well, I'm the little girl and I remember that dress because that was one of my favorite dresses. So it was, that was, you know. Easy, that part was exactly. easy. Exactly. My mom's dress, I remember hers, but everyone else, I did not remember the colors. So this is where we, you know, from what we've learned in art, uh, your complementary colors and how to put colors together so that it it works. And that's how I was able to come up with those colors. Right. So remember everybody, this is a black and white photo that was black old. Yes. You found it. It was it was old. Yes. What well, how old do you think it was at the time? Oh um you mean oh my goodness. So I was six years old. So it was yeah, like, you don't have to tell us. It's just your age, but it was old when you found it. Old. Yes. Yeah. it. So yeah. okay, so not only you restore the photo because people are thinking, oh well, I could you know go to Costco for that because it's not what you do. You do what? What takes your? What makes what you do art as opposed to just photo restoration? Right. So the first step is to repair it. And that's getting rid of all the scars and whatever. And then we have the restoration. And that brings it back to its original as close as possible. But then the digital painting is what brings the light back into the photo. I have them uh, mounted onto acrylic, which is going to be a long lasting material so that you can not only enjoy it, but you can also pass it on from generation to generation. And the one that I have behind me is actually mounted on acrylic, as I mentioned. And then it's what's called on a frame instead of in the frame. So that it gives it a little bit more like 3D um, look. Appearance. Right. But you have a variety of ways. I see some colors behind you. And so there's just a variety of techniques and things that you can do. So if someone wants to get a hold of you, Ardina, and say, you know, we'll, and I know you do collages too. So if someone had, you know, yeah. you do dogs and pets, and <laughs> so it's not just family photos. So if yeah. someone wants to get a hold of you and, and talk to you about that, how would they do that? Okay, they can visit my website, which is www.designsbyardina.com. You can also email me, and that's Ardina at designsbyardina.com. Okay. Or you can give me a call at 323-455-1251. Beautiful. Excellent. And do you have a free giveaway for us today? I actually do. <laughs> so, uh, you know, people always have so many questions about their photos. You know, what can I do with it? Can I even save it? You know, so I would love to just offer a 30 minute free consultation. No attachment. I would just like to look at your photo and I can tell you, give you some advice so that you can preserve it and hopefully pass it on from generations to generations. Beautiful. Now, if somebody was out of state, could they... 
could they show it to you in Zoom or do they scan it and give it to you? How does that work? You know, I have several ways, but one of the ways they can actually take a picture of it with their phone and they yeah. can text it to me. It just gives me an idea of what I'm looking at. They can email it to me, but the quickest way is just take a picture of it with your phone and just text it to me. That's a good way to do it. All right. So one last question, Ardina, before we end this beautiful time together, and that is with your chapter, what impact would you like to, to make to the readers? Um, what do you think that, you know, what do you really want them to get uh, out of your chapter? Really, uh, I want to say two things. And one of them is to believe in yourself and know that God has given you a gift. Mm. And whatever that gift is, just believe in yourself and follow that small voice inside to tell you the direction to go in. I believe I had that direction all along, just didn't know. Just didn't and, listen. And that too, and that too. That's why we, <laughs> we're calling it hidden treasures because that's what this is all about those still small voices that um, the Lord is trying to give you throughout your lifetime. And then the other one is just to know that you have a voice. I found my voice in my art, but we all have a voice. And I thank you, Arby, that you shared that with me to let me know that I have a voice and I'm, I'm, I'm gone now. I'm on my way, on my yes, way. You are, you, yeah, you're going to, again, that vision is so big. We don't even know where you're going to end up, Ardina. That's right. That's right. I sure don't. Now, October, you're going to be on a big stage for the first time, right? Yes, absolutely. Right. You've absolutely. already done radio and so much. So it's so exciting. Uh, I look forward to seeing your journey and where you're going to end up. All right. Thank you again, Ardina, for being with us today. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is our show today. Again, the impact of one voice will come out at the end of at the end of uh, July, beginning of August. So keep an eye out for it. We are going to be posting it all over social media and everywhere else that we can find. This is a book you have got to read. Not only Ardina's story, but there's so many other stories of tragedy to triumph and just excellence and leadership. I mean, it's just an incredible book. And again, check out Ardina's chapter because you too have hidden treasures. All right, that's our show to today. We'll see you back here next time. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. Please hop on over to iTunes and leave us a review and feel free to share our channel with your friends and family. Also, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn. We would love to hear from you. And remember, you are one step closer to becoming a million dollar speaker.